Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin on this Monday. And, well, good news is here for all of us that worship the sun here in the valley. It is out today. It is warming up. We're supposed to be upper 60s. I actually saw that we're going to be back in the 70s, uh, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. And maybe even high 70s before the end of the week. But I will tell you, wow, was it spectacular driving around the valley this weekend with the snow-capped mountains. You know, and really we call it the valley because all of Phoenix, it's surrounded by mountains. I mean, we're, and I'll grant it, it's, it's a big valley, but, uh, man, incredible. It was, it was something where it would be pretty neat if it could be, you know, 75, 80 degrees and still have the snow-capped mountains. I don't know how much longer they'll be snow-capped, but, man, wow. The desert, I will say this, beautiful when there's a dusting of snow uh, on the ground. I know, listen, listen, we live here, so you don't have to deal with the snow everywhere else, uh, but it's still pretty cool. Actually, my wife and I were out and about this weekend there was people with, you know, they, in their pickup trucks because you could drive, you know, within probably 30 minutes, 40 minutes to, to large quantities. So they were shoveling it into their pickup trucks, driving it back to their houses, I guess, so their kids could play in the snow at their house. I actually saw like four or five trucks <laughs> with, with snow in the back of it this weekend, but uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, looks like it's coming to an end. Spring training has started, right? The traffic's everywhere again. And uh, unfortunately for me, the 101 is starting construction. So it's going to be, uh, you know, one of those things where just, and, and I know anywhere where it's the population, you know, everybody's moving from the blue states, right? It's moving everywhere. Uh, traffic is, is going to be an absolute nightmare and, the snowbirds are here, no offense. Uh, spring trainers are here. Listen, welcome all visitors. Patriot Radio News Hour uh, right here Monday through Friday. Uh, don't forget the website, allamericangold.com. And, and now, uh, as most of you know, we, were bought, we bought the radio station up in Colorado. You go to allamericangold.com, and along the right-hand side, you know, where we have all our podcasts and our our Facebook, our Twitter, our Google Play, our Apple Play, this and that. I mean, there's so many things there. Uh, right at the very top now is the, the link to the station's website. Uh, so you can start listening to uh, our programs there. Uh, we're working on a bunch of things. Uh, I, I won't, I'll say this. In the next two weeks, we'll have added some more new original programming uh, to 1360 uh, in the next, you know, 90 to say 120. Between now and the, say the summer, you're, you're going to see a major change in, in the scheduling all across. I'm talking weekdays, weekends. Uh, the replays are going to be uh, considerably less. Let's just put it that way, considerably less. Uh, we're super excited uh, and don't forget, for those of you, you know, you heard Eric here last week. As I told you guys on Friday, we're, we're trying. I don't know if it's going to work, not work. 
but if you want to get on board with him, uh, we're talking about maybe possibly. And I'll say this: we've got a. This isn't just a shot in the dark. We got a good chance here at bringing Eric on a three-hour program, Monday through Friday, for three hours. It is not a gold show. It is going to be Eric, un, you know what, unshackled Eric Cedarstrom. If you want to be a part of it, listen, the key to being able to do it is if we can make it work. If you want to be involved in that, you want to be involved in 1360 and the message we're delivering, you want to sponsor Eric, you want to be a part of his show, you want to advertise, call us. Uh, and, and this is nothing more than a maybe. So don't, you don't have to commit to anything. If you just want more details and talk to Eric about what that may look like, call us down here. Give us, you know, your name and your number and all that stuff, and and uh, and we'll see if we can make that happen. I'll tell you this right now. You know, if we get enough of you out there that want to do that, I think we got a good shot at doing it. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind. I know a lot of you love this. He's, there's nobody better than him. Nobody. You want to be entertained, uh, this guy's going to do it for you. So if you want to get on board with that, give us a call here at 800-951-0592. We already had several people do it already. Listen, this this could really happen. Uh, and I'm super, super excited about it. Uh, but stay tuned for that. No matter where you are, even if you're not up in Colorado, it doesn't matter. Right? You can listen. to th- We stream 24 hours a day there. And uh, the next, I would say the next, you know, I'll say 60 to 90 days. We'll have podcasts. All the things that we have here at Patreon, we'll have there as well. Uh, and obviously, you can tell I'm excited. A lot of great things happening uh, there as well. And, and I don't know if it was, what was it, the Oscars? I didn't watch it. But you remember, I told you, we saw that Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga movie, A Star is Born. I thought it was spectacular. Uh, a lot of people, I think, wanted uh, Gaga and <laughs> Gaga. Anyway, and Bradley Cooper maybe to be together. It sure didn't look that way. I saw. I didn't see. Again, I didn't see it, but I saw an article where, you know, Bradley Cooper is dating some supermodel or something. But uh, sorry for those of you that wanted something different there. Uh, and Spike Lee got upset. Go figure. So uh, that's really all I know about any of that. So that that concludes the entertainment part. Uh, of our broadcast. I will say this. I guess it doesn't uh, eliminate that. They said that they toned down the Trump bashing because nobody's been watching. Now, I don't know. Uh, 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Yeah, Spike was upset. You know, I have a hard time. I, I really do with all of these super wealthy people, you know, like Robert Kraft and, and the rub and tuck thing. Really? I mean, you're like, well, I don't even know if he's a, a billionaire or, or pretty close to it if he isn't. And you're going to a $59 rub and tuck? I don't know. It, well, the world's lost their mind. And Spike Lee, another guy, he's made so much money. He's on a million different commercials. Let's face it, no offense. His movies aren't that good. I mean, sorry. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all right, en- enough of that. 800-951-0592. Uh, I got to give you an update on silver. So I told you last week, the U.S. Mint 
is sold out. And, and so what, what happens is the, the mint, you know, they guesstimate how much silver they're going to need. And, and based on those guesstimations, right, they, they're out there and they're producing silver eagles. And unfortunately for the mint, uh, they guessed wrong. Right, they they didn't order enough, and really not there. I can't blame them. Sales last year were not great, right? Which tells you that. <laughs> what do you want to buy, right? When, when sales aren't great, uh, they sold over six million ounces, over twelve thousand cases sold in just the first six weeks of the year. And so, when the mint is when they get more than two weeks behind, they. They cancel or they don't cancel. They stop taking orders. Uh, that's where they were on Friday. Uh, I talked to the bullion bank this morning, and just as I feared, number one, they don't have any. They don't have any silver. We can book it now. So they, they have silver to be booked. You're going to have to wait multiple weeks. Not only that, which is the part I, I feared the most, is they're now, they raise premiums 25 cents an ounce. Uh, so right now, uh, that's where we are in silver. In lieu of that, I got a great silver item that you don't have to wait uh, multiple weeks. Uh, that is also minted by the, was, was minted by the U.S. Mint, so it's government hallmark material. And it's a whole lot cheaper per ounce uh, than it is buying a Silver Eagle. We're going to be running today the uh, U.S. half dollars. Okay, These are pre-1965. Uh, they're going to be a mix. I don't know what it's going to be. doesn't matter. You're going gonna to have Walkers. You're going to have Franklins. You're going to have the Kennedys. They're $130 to the roll. And, and we'll have them here uh, by, by the, you know, the end of this week or Monday or two, latest Monday, Tuesday, next week, I will say this, we did get news today and I warned you last week, everything was because of the, there was bad weather everywhere in the country. Uh, everything that was out for delivery, uh, should be arriving in the next day or two. Some of it, some of this stuff, I mean, it, it took 10 days to get to certain places. Uh, but everything's good. Don't worry. Uh, and if you had already ordered silver, that silver's not affected. So any any silver eagle orders uh, that we already previously took, those are not affected. You're not going to have to wait multiple weeks. If you order U.S. silver eagles today, you are going to have to wait. That's just how it is. Uh, so U.S. half dollars. Taking them all the way down to $130 to the roll. Uh, that that puts it uh, about, what, $2.20, give or take, over spot. So you're much closer to spot there uh, than you are on a Silver Eagle at 800 951 Take the time. Put them away. You're going to be glad you did. Uh, a couple of pieces of economic data out, wholesale inventories. This was a big number. 
because this is an indication of what we're making and what we're selling. What you'd like to have in wholesale inventories is, hey, I'd like it to have it be pretty constant. In other words, everything that I'm making, I'm also selling, right? And you and you want balance there. Something really good would be, hey, wholesale inventories fell, sales rose, right? Because that would mean, hey, you know what? I got to build more stuff, right? In other words, when I'm, I'm not making enough to keep up, what you don't want to see is wholesale inventories rising and sales falling, right? That means, hey, I'm making too much stuff. Right, I, I made all this, stuff, right? The old, if I build it, they will buy it thing. Uh, that's what you don't want. It's one thing, hey, inventories rise, but sales rose, that's okay. We didn't get that. What we got was uh, wholesale inventories rose 1.1% month over month in December. By the way, that's a, that's a lot in a month. That's a lot in a month. Uh, that's the biggest increase in inventories since 2013. So now we're, we're starting to see a lot of this data now. All of a sudden, hey, we're going back four, five, six years into the past. Which obviously, again, just like I told you, slowing for sure. Uh, wholesale sales. Okay, so this was the other part. So inventory's rising. It's only good if sales rose with it. They didn't. They went the other way. They fell 1% month over month. By the way, it's the third straight month now that wholesale sales have fallen. Uh, inventories excluding oil up 1.3%. And here was the kicker. This tells you how slow the, the markets are really getting. Excluding automobiles. It was down eight tenths of a percent. So it, that, that autos aren't selling, and you know what? They're just slowing down production. And, and we know, like General Motors, Ford have all announced cuts. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, a big enough one for us to worry about. By the way, wholesale inventories kind of right back in to where we were five years ago, which, by the way, was the highest levels since the recession so kind of puts the in perspective right now we're supposed to get fourth quarter gdp on friday i think i don't know how the shutdown affected it but friday is the day we're supposed to get it right now the atlanta gdp has it this would be the christmas holiday at 1.4 percent i think it may be a little higher than but put it this way don't be shocked if we are below 2% uh, for fourth quarter GDP, kind of, uh, again, not what we wanted to see. Uh, but nonetheless, that was the, the biggest piece of economic data that was out today. Uh, wholesale inventories. We have a great video. Go to allamericangold.com. I, I won't play it for you because it's 40-some-odd minutes. USA Watchdog had Martin Armstrong on talking about gold and why you want to own it. Uh, and, and really, you know, I always tell you, hey, you buy it for protection. 
We call it wealth insurance, right? And and you buy it to hedge yourself against the dollar. Martin Armstrong goes a little further. It protects you against government. And, and really, most importantly, way too big of a government, right? I mean, that's our problem. Whatever happened to that? Less government. Uh, but, but nonetheless, make sure you spend the time. Go out to allamericangold.com and, and make sure you pay attention to that and, and give it a listen. If you got 40 minutes, uh, take the time. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Warren Buffett was out. They love to celebrate people, don't they? They they love to throw the billionaires in our face. Like all of us should be, you know what? Listen, there's no reason we should all just wake up tomorrow and be Warren Buffett. Right? That's what they want you to believe. Anybody can be Warren Buffett. Obviously not. Obviously not. Because there's only one. Right? I mean, there's only one. So everybody can't be Warren Buffett. And then if you read it, you know, obviously Brookshire Hathaway just lost $25 billion on Kraft. They own Kraft. They bought Kraft. And he was... Oh, we paid too much for it. But you know what gets me? So here he is. And listen, I don't want to. I'm happy for Warren Buffett. I am. He made, he, I don't know where he's at now. He may be the third or the fourth richest guy. Uh, but, but for a while, you know, he was the richest guy in America for a while. And he did it with other people's money. That I, So if anything, I'm actually jealous, right? Because how did he buy all these companies? It's not like he bought them with his own money. Right? No, he bought them with other people's money. But he, he made this analogy, and obviously, you know what, he, he hates gold. And he should. If I was the third or fourth richest man in the world, I'd hate gold too. Right? I would. Because he knows. You know what he knows? Hey, if it wasn't for that corrupt central bank in our horribly run government, I couldn't be this rich. I, you know, he knows that. He, he's smart enough to know it. Listen, Warren Buffett and all his, I hate to say it, but it's true. All those companies, he was done too. He got, he got bailed out along with all the other. Matter of fact, they handed him a bunch of stuff. Right? And, oh, look at Warren Buffett. He, if he's buying, you should all buy. But one of the things that he said that really stuck out to me, he talked about, now I don't know, but if he said it, I'm sure this is what happened. He said in 1942, when he was six years old, that it was the first time he had ever invested in that Again, I, 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 and just what he said, that he bought some stocks in some company. And I, I don't remember the name of the company, but it, he said that it was, a hundred. I think, like $114, $115. Uh, first of all, obviously, what does that first tell you? Uh, Warren Buffett didn't grow up like normal people. I mean, when I was six years old, I was taking my baseball cards and putting them in the spokes of my bike 
that I just learned to ride, you know, not but less than a year earlier to make it sound like a motorcycle. Right? I mean, that's what I was doing. Right? When I was six years old, we were running around using our finger or a stick as a gun playing cowboys and Indian. Right? Apparently, Warren Buffett, when he was six years old, somehow he had over a hundred dollars. Listen, and, and this was 1942. That was all still that was a bunch of money. Okay? So I don't know how he got it, but you know, obviously, maybe it was all the birthdays. But, but this is what he said. And he, he, he said, if you would have just bought an index fund in 1942, it would be worth, and I forget the number, some crazy number. Right? And this is why you want to buy stocks and not gold. There's only one little problem with the story. The index fund hadn't even been invented yet. Matter of fact. It hadn't been invented for 40 years. So he took something that you could, that would be like saying, you know what, England could have kept the colonists in line if they just used their F-35 fighter planes and dropped a couple of nuclear bombs on the colonists. It would have been fine. One problem with the story, that didn't even exist yet. Moron. Tell you what else he didn't want to tell you about when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Americans are now intimately familiar with the term fake news and the reality behind it. Most major news organizations have abandoned all pretense of unbiased journalism, and they now just lecture on what they think we should know, not the truth, but their truth. Their truth is almost always just how horrible President Donald Trump really is, and basically anything is his fault, regardless of facts, figures, and history. A great example of this hits close to home for the Phyllis Schlafly Network. The editorial board of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, long known to St. Louis residents as a bastion of ridiculous liberalism, found time in January to provide their readers with an absolutely correct warning about communist China's takeover of the Panama Canal. The only problem with this information is that it's about 20 years too late. Phyllis Schlafly and many others detailed the Chinese takeover of the Panama Canal in 1999, shortly before ownership of the canal finally transferred. Even the briefest bit of research shows that China whined, dined, and bribed their way to unfair ownership of prime property at both ends of the canal. China gained military and economic supremacy over the canal directly from Panama's Law No. 5, that was passed on January 16, 1997. This should have been, but predictably was not, met with outrage from the Clinton administration, who didn't lift a finger to stop the Hong Kong-based firm Hutchison Wampoa from buying China's way into Panama. Law number 5 blatantly violates many articles of the Canal Neutrality Treaty. As Phyllis Schlafly said, Jimmy Carter would never have succeeded if the Senate in 1978 could have looked into the future and know that, when the U.S. flag was lowered on December 31, 1999, Red China would become its gatekeeper. We've witnessed decades of weak and dangerous U.S. foreign policy on the Panama Canal from multiple administrations of both parties. 
We are grateful to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch for confirming the facts and opinions of Phyllis Schlafly all these years later. The media will stop at nothing to lay anything bad they can find at the feet of President Trump. Don't bother them with those facts. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The hypocrisy and lies of the liberal media are alarming and even incite public unrest. But the fake news and the commentators whose slant coverage are finally being exposed. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to provide timely alerts and take effective action on your behalf. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Yes, if, uh, if you just could have rode in on your unicorn, you could have done really well. Uh, that was Warren Buffett, uh, I guess, over the weekend. Of course, now the Brookshire Hathaway meetings coming up, and right, they make a big deal. They cart them out on TV, right? Rub it all in everybody's face. Like, why can't we all be Warren Buffett? And I guess you know we got lucky at six years old. I, I don't know. I guess uh, he made a few bucks on this hundred dollars that uh, almost no child in America had in nineteen forty two. And you know what was funny is not only did he talk about something that didn't even exist. So what he told you, you if you would have just done this, see, this is what they want to do. They want you to believe that you just become wealthy if you just put your money in your 401k. That's what they want, right? Because Warren Buffett likes to borrow that money. I mean, that's what he does. And he can't borrow it if it isn't in there. Right? He wants you to loan it to him because he's such a great guy, you know? Well, he probably is. I don't know. I, I don't know Warren personally. Seems like a nice guy. I mean, I'd love it if he was my grandpa. But it doesn't really work. See, here's the problem. Number one, not only did that fund not even, the index he told you to buy did not exist for, what, 40 years later. Right, that didn't even start until the '80s. But the chances are that most of the companies you invested in in 1942 went out of business. Right? If you picked the wrong one, right, there'd have been 10, 20, 30, 40 thousand different stocks you could have bought that would have went to zero. Not, not at it. Obviously, there weren't that many listed companies in 1942, but over the years. But here's what they never do. And this is something you have to keep in mind when they sit there and tell you, oh, yeah, you know, you're essentially an idiot if you don't have your money in the stock market. Because that's essentially what he wanted you to do. And somehow, right, that's betting on America, right? That's, you know, you're Warren Buffett. I bet on America. And, of course, most of these companies uh, aren't America anymore, right? They're international globalist companies, but but neither here nor there. It's in 1942, you couldn't even own gold, right? You couldn't own gold, and guess what? The government set the price of gold, right? So it didn't even trade, right? You couldn't go to Wall Street, and buy a gold contract. It didn't exist. 
Kind of like that mythical index fund he told you to buy in 1942 that didn't exist. Gold didn't start trading freely until 1971. At the time, gold was $35. Right? And remember what was happening to gold. Well, we couldn't own it. The central banks were buying it all. Who were they buying it from? They were buying it from America. You see, most of the countries in the world obviously went through World War One. When Warren Buffett was talking, it was World War Two. The United States had confiscated all the gold from the citizenry in 1933. Right? When we talk about $20 liberties and saints, that's what we're talking about. They confiscated those. They confiscated the saints, the $20 liberties, the $10 liberties, the $5 liberties, the $10 Indians, the $5 Indians, the two and a half, the one. They confiscated it all. And then after they took it from everybody, see, and, and this is how all of this really works, right? Out of the kindness of their hearts, they gave you like an extra 67 cents, right? So for if you brought him a, a 20, you know, you, you know, they were taking it regardless. They paid you $20.67. And don't forget they passed the law to go along with the confiscation. If you were caught, with gold, if you were caught trying to use gold, right, i.e. black market, 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. Now, remember my story, 1942, almost nobody in America had $100 laying around to invest in the stock market like six-year-old Warren Buffett. $10,000, right? That, that was, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. So, you know, people didn't do it. They turned it in. The government had over 40, or I'm sorry, over 20,000 metric tons by the time it was over. Because what they told all the foreigners was, hey, that $20 that they gave their own citizen, 67 cents. We'll give you 35 for it. So you think about this. You're in England or France, Germany, anywhere in the world, and you, you have this gold, and you're like, you're going to give me $35 instead of 20 So they did. They're like, yeah, and remember... We were the ones that supplied the world with all the stuff, right? We were the Chinese back then. Everybody bought stuff from us. So all the gold came pouring into the coffers. See, what Warren doesn't tell you about his story was about 10 years after that little story about 1942 and little six-year-old Warren Buffett. Something started happening. Little by little, the central banks were, you know, they were buying bonds, U.S. bonds. 
when those bonds started to mature, they're like, you know what? Send me some of that gold back for $35. Yeah, I got these bonds. I Yeah, I know. You know, you're paying me interest, and I'll, I get it. But you know what? I'll take some of that gold instead. And by the 60s, they were taking a, a lot of gold. Remember last year, 2018, central banks bought the most gold on record since they closed the gold window in 1971. Right? In 1971, Richard Nixon said, all right, that's it, foreign government. No more gold for you because we only had 8,000 tons left. Here's the story Warren won't tell you when we return. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, before we get back to what Warren didn't tell you, uh, U.S. pre-1965 half dollars, $130 to the roll, uh, $2.20, give or take, over spot. Much cheaper uh, than Silver Eagle. You know, Silver Eagle is you know, three seventy-five uh, over. You know, the, the mint just raised premiums another twenty-five cents uh, because, well, let's face it, you're buying too many of them. So, another great way to get uh, U.S. Hallmark material uh, rolls a half dollars at a hundred and thirty dollars a roll. So you're gonna get twenty silver half dollars, seven point one five ounces of meltable sil- silver in there. At 800-951-0592. So, uh, Uncle Warren, out there letting you all know, if you just would have been like me, right, and, and, and bought a fund that didn't exist <laughs> in 1942, you could have been rich, right? Yeah, $100, you know, we all going to be rich. And, and I want you to think about how much money that you got in that 401k. And it doesn't matter. Maybe you got only 5,000. Maybe you got 10, maybe you got 50. Hey, maybe you got 500,000. A lot of you are like, "Hey, listen, I've been in a 401k since they started in the 80s. How come Warren Buffett's story doesn't work for me? I put a whole lot more than 100 stinking dollars in it. Why doesn't it work for me?" Well, first of all, he used something that didn't exist. Okay, let's start with that. And then, and then he tells you how gold's horrible, even though he he believes in America. I'm a, Amer- I'm betting on America. Remember, the founding fathers told you what the currency should be. They didn't say Federal Reserve notes. They didn't say the currency be an index fund. They said it should be gold and silver. And that if you give it to the money changers, the bankers, and let's face it, that's what Warren Buffett is. He's a debt trader. They will fleece you. Yeah, and that's what's happened. So think about what he didn't tell you. They never want to go back and say, and you think about all the, because they all do it. They make these grand comparisons. If you go back 200 years, stocks are so much better. 
If you go back to 1942. They never say if you go back to 1971. See, and why do I say that you got to go back to 71 and why all these other ones, they're not a fair comparison? Well, first of all, up until 1933, gold was money, right? I mean, that's what you bought the stuff with. So really can't use it for that. And then you couldn't even own it from 33 to 71. Gold was never allowed to trade freely, right? The government set the price. Remember, it was 20. It was $20 for 100 years. $20. Then they took it from you, and then they said 35. They got all these countries to send them a bunch of gold. They had to close the gold window. Because 60% of the U.S. gold had been taken back by the foreign governments. Because you know what they said? I'd rather have the gold than the 35 bucks. And gold first started trading at $42. Of course, now it's, what, $1,330. Right? And Warren Buffett's math doesn't work so good when you do it that way, right? Especially, right, because most of us, now, maybe Warren Buffett gets to invest a little differently, right? But most of us kept getting whacked by fees all the time, right? 3%, 4%, let's face it, it wasn't until, I don't know, the last 10 years or so that you're only getting whacked from about 2% a year on your 401k. But then the math isn't so good, right? All of a sudden, investing in the stock market, in the stock market, just looks risky. But remember, it is risky. That's why they tell you, told, well, they used to tell you, hey, when you get to fifty-five, see, I, I, I think Buffett's like what seventy-seven, something like that. He's not even supposed to be in stocks anymore. Too old, too risky. Why? Because stocks go to zero. Right? Think about just this year. Payless Shoe Shore, zero. Jim Marie, zero. Right? Blah, 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 zero. General Motors went to zero. Right? Chrysler went to zero. Talking about all these companies went to zero. You lost everything. Don't tell them that part. Tell them if they bought a fund that didn't exist for 40 years, how great they would do. Don't go back to 1971 because if you did the math, you ain't figure out, man, I should have just bought gold the whole time. Right? Then I, you know, here's the problem with buying gold. You may sleep at night. You're not really worried. What did the stock market do today? I don't know. I don't care. What what, what about this Fed meeting? I don't care. Right? I don't know. We have a recession. So, inflation. Uh, Yeah, okay. Right? We're going to lie about all the stuff that we're doing. I don't care. It works just as well. And actually, if not better, because guess what? Gold never goes to zero. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. See, and the other thing, too, guess what? 
Gold's been around thousands of years, Warren. Your index fund wasn't created until the 1980s. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 Now remember the part of the story where I told you foreign government said, eh, I don't want any more of your debt. Give me some gold. Right? And then they took that away. It's happening again. Foreign governments aren't coming to the auctions. Now, granted, they can't buy gold from America. And we're not selling it, I don't think, anyway. I don't know. We don't know. But they are buying it. The largest since 1970. It's telling you something. The largest since 1971. Telling you something. The two-year note auction just ended. We had to sell $40 billion today. And this is a two-year note. Foreign participation usually is high on all notes two years and less. It is averaged about 53%, actually almost 53.5%. Okay? That's the new average. It used to be higher. Today's notes, $40 billion of two-year notes, indirect bidders, which is foreign governments, foreign sovereign funds, only bought 38% of it. This is huge. It's picking up steam. They're buying less and less and less. By the way, this is the lowest number uh, since December of 2016. And that was more of a timing issue than anything else. And uh, when you start to look, oh, direct dealers. Remember, I warned you about this, too. Right? These guys got to buy it. But that's part of the rules of the game. Had to buy 22.6% of the auctions. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That uh, that was an incorrect number. 38% of the auction. Uh, by the way, the, uh, the that number, by the way, the largest, almost the largest that they've seen were of indir- or direct bidders having to buy what was left. In other words, after all the foreign governments bought, after all the hedge funds and pension funds and what all of them bought what they wanted, 38% of the auction was still sitting there. You better get ready. right? And this is the problem. Right, we've seen this before. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. No, you cannot go into debt forever and have it have no consequence. Uh, U.S. silver half dollar rolls hundred and thirty bucks today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Take the time, keep. Adding to your portfolio. How many? For how many years have I told you? 
be your own central bank. I didn't even get to, I, I wanted to talk about the Central Bank of Australia. I didn't even get to it today. Hopefully tomorrow. I just had a comment on Warren Buffett because it was just ridiculous. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody take care. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow.